Happy Families podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Kids make mistakes. People matter. The stuff doesn't. People matter. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson. I've written a bunch of books about making families happy and I'm here with Kylie, uh, mum to our six daughters. And I'm really nervous about today's podcast. I'll Do Better Tomorrow is what we do on a Friday. For those of you who are unfamiliar with I'll Do Better Tomorrow, it's an opportunity for us to reflect on the week that was and talk about how our family could be better as a result of the mistakes that we made or sometimes what we can take from uh, our successes during the week and be more intentional next week. It's a moment of reflection. And this week, well, I didn't do very well and I've decided that I'm going to come clean about everything that I got wrong. Look at you smiling about this and thinking... The parenting expert is about to suffer. I'm squirming. What I love about this experience is the reason we actually called this episode I'll Do Better Tomorrow is because one of our favourite children's storybooks is called by that name. And there is an experience in that story oh, there is too. that we actually we lived. lived. We lived it. Uh, let, let's give you some background. Uh, actually, before we do it, I, I want to do my I'll Do Better Tomorrow. So I want to share an experience where I blew it. Uh, and then you can, I'm sure that you're going to share the experience where I blew it, <laughs> but it'll be a different experience. Um, every week with I'll Do Better Tomorrow, I share an experience, Kylie shares an experience. We're pretty sure we know where this is already going though because of the experience that we had. A quick little uh, bit of a backdrop though, because the podcast drops at 5am, we have to record at least a day or two ahead of time so that you get the podcast on time and you can listen to it when you want to. On Monday morning, we just had uh, Mother's Day and I asked Kylie how Mother's Day had been. And if you were listening closely, you would have noticed that Kylie didn't answer the question at all. Here's what she said. Did you have a nice Mother's Day? You know, one of the things that I love about Mother's Day is being able to reflect and... So Kylie, you never really answered the question because we recorded it on Friday. I just figured you were going to say, oh, it was great, it was wonderful, I'm so glad, but you didn't do that. You kind Well, of I'm pretty grateful that I didn't do that. It would have been... <laughs> because anyone who knows us would have known exactly what I was going on. So anyway, uh, we, we, we got through Monday's episode and it was actually a really beautiful episode because we focused on what the kids had to say about Mother's Day and, and that great piece that you wrote about your mum. But the real story of what happened on Mother's Day is what our episode of I'll Do Better Tomorrow was about today. Leading into that, though, my story for I'll Do Better Tomorrow was not Mother's Day. It's the night before. So we went out Saturday night with some friends. We went to a fancy restaurant, had a great time with them, supposed to leave at about 8, 8.30, get home and be in bed for our usual bedtime of something like 9, 9.30. But we were having such a great time with these friends that we decided to stay out and stay out and stay out. We walked through the Botanic Gardens, looked at some contemporary art installations, uh, went and bought gelato from the Queen Street Mall, wandered around town, and I think we got into bed a little after midnight, which... It was pretty late. Which isn't good for us. And you were up at 5.30 the next morning because, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, we go to church on a Sunday and you had a lesson to prepare for Mother's Day. So you were out of bed at 5.30 preparing your lesson to teach, which meant that we were living on about five hours of sleep uh, for the night, five and a half hours of sleep. And that's... Let's just say, uh, one of us deals with that a little bit better than the other. And I don't deal with it well at all. <laughs> Let's just say which one of us it is. I don't cope when I don't get enough sleep, which probably is my take-home message. Get enough sleep or you're going to be a really lousy parent when stuff goes wrong as it did. Let's find out why we're talking about Mother's Day for I'll Do Better Tomorrow next. It's the Happy Families Podcast. 
For a happier family, try a Happy Families membership because a happy family doesn't just happen. Details at happyfamilies.com.au. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now, and we are giving you a bird's-eye view today of the disaster that was my Mother's Day. <laughs> I don't know if I actually want to hear the story. I'm still, I'm, I feel like I'm still traumatised by it, so I'm going to go quiet, and why don't you share, because I've already shared my I'll Do Better tomorrow, uh, what, what was your story, Honeybun? Look, Mother's Day in the past has been a pretty non-event in our house. We've had lots of children and the kids usually buy me something from the Mother's Day stall and they might make me breakfast in bed. Oh, let's be honest, you make me breakfast in bed. Um, And that's about it. And so last year I kind of went, you know, damn it, I want to do something that I can enjoy. And one of the things that I do not get to do enough is have a bath. And so I decided that I was going to have a bath. And I was getting a bit frustrated by the whole day and I finally just said, you know what? I can't get angry at them if I've never taught them how to do anything in this area. So I took the seven-year-old and the 10-year-old into the bathroom. I filled the bath with bubbles. So we were completely covered up and they each learnt how to give me a facial and a foot scrub. And they did a really, really fantastic job. But this year they decided to up the ante because they included everyone. Everyone got involved and they decided that they had this wonderful plan. So I came home from church and there was a towel on my bed, a clean towel, all ready to go with a chocolate because I love my chocolate. And I was told that I was going to have my very own day spa experience at home. I, I can't help myself. I have to jump in. I also let the kids know last year that they're all big enough to look after you for Mother's Day, that it shouldn't be my responsibility. I'm, I'm a son to my mum and I need to make sure that I'm in touch with mum and give her a nice Mother's Day. But they're responsible for your Mother's Day, not me. So I still went and bought all the groceries and, and made sure that they had what they needed for a nice Mother's Day for you. But it was, it's, it's totally on them. Oh, and also... At Happy Families on the Facebook page, we gave away a Me and My Mum uh, booklet for kids to colour in and, and answer all the questions about so that they could make mum feel special on Mother's Day. So the kids did that, but ultimately I'm handballing it to them and that's how things probably went wrong. <laughs> Well, what I loved was they actually had all got involved. They had a plan. They each had a role in that plan and they were going to give me an experience to remember. And I think that they did that. (laughs) Yeah, I think they did. So it started with a bath. Actually, that's kind of where it ended. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, actually, I probably need to jump in here as well because uh, the the long and the short of it is that one of the kids was running the bath so they could give you a special bath and then they were going to massage you on the massage table and uh, they filled the bath and forgot that they were running it. And it uh, it overflowed. Uh, and it didn't just overflow. I think it overflowed for probably about 30 or 40 minutes. Multiple bathtubs full of water. Flowing. Well, the bathtub is at the other end of the house. We were all at one end of the house and they were at the other end of the house. They'd started the bath and then just walked away. Pretty much. And so <laughs> the water has flowed into the downstairs um, TV room. Uh, and we've got a – there's a media well, projector. Well, it it's gone through the floor cavity. Yeah, that's it's right. It's gone into the ceiling. It's gone into the ceiling downstairs. And we've got a media projector in that room that was there when we bought the house. It's never worked. We have no idea how to make it work. And it's an old junky thing that they probably paid 100 bucks for on eBay. But it was, it was barely hanging onto the ceiling because so much water had come through – the floor into the ceiling that the ceiling was so sodden that the screws were falling through. Uh, the, the water was literally pouring through the light fixtures. It was pouring out of the hole for the projector. 
the, I went down the next day and I can put I, I could push my fingers through the gyp rock above the door because there was so much water that went through there. There's insulation bats in the ceiling. They're probably to dampen the noise between the two levels of the house and they're sodden. They've absorbed, I reckon, four bathtubs full of water in, in the time that that bath kept on running. So one of the kids alerted us to it by stepping into the inland lake downstairs and saying, the floor's wet down here. Why? And that's when one of the kids has gone, oh no, the bath. And we've never had this happen before. And and then you wanted to come down and see it and I, I, I almost tackled you on the stairs. I'm like, no, it's my this day you're going to stay up here and you're going to have a good time while I go downstairs and deal with this I mean it it really put a dampener on our mother's day it all happened just as Chanel was putting lunch on the table so there was a lot of chaos going on and I just you you were very adamant that I was not going downstairs and so I thought I'm just going to have to make the best of this so we sat down all the girls because you and Jared had gone downstairs when Jared walked up the stairs so Jared's a son-in-law by the way an hour or so later he looked like he'd had a shower in his clothes he was dripping Mm. his hair was wet I, I really I can't I can't even begin to imagine what you guys had walked into. I'm not even kidding. It was an it, when I say an inland lake. That fortunately the floor is tiled, but the the water was in great puddles across the entire thing. We had to take the lounge out. We had to take the coffee table out. We had to take all of the furniture out. There was I think we soaked at least thirty towels full of water. Not to mention that we were using the mop and the bucket and the sponges. I would, like the water was covering the walls. It was everywhere. Which is why the builder has told us that we need to replace the ceilings and the walls. <laughs> so I ended up having a very cold bath <laughs> because all the water, the hot water got used up. They emptied, they and, drained the hot water. And cylinder. I sat in there and tried to be calm and and relaxed while I had a mini facial and a foot scrub. Right. And then, meantime, the washing machine's whirring right next door, the doors being opened and closed and slammed. It was pretty stinky in there. I don't know what you came out smelling like. They had three different candles, scented, not just normal candles, scented, three different scented candles (laughs) burning in the tiny bathroom space. And from there, I was ushered out of the bathroom and into one of the bedrooms where they had set up the massage table so I could have a massage. So that's about when I came upstairs from cleaning downstairs and uh, there was 12 sets of hands massaging different parts of your body. So I've climbed under the massage table so I could laugh at you while you laughed at me because of what I just had to deal with downstairs. And um, I just remember they had that that nice calming massage music on and the room smelt kind of nice-ish in a weird way. I don't know how much strawberry mousse they stuck on my body, but... But but what was the funniest was that the kids, like a massage is supposed to be relaxing and all I can hear is the kids whacking each other's hands saying, that's my part. You're not allowed to pet men. You can't massage that part of mum. That's my part to massage. Like At were, one point I said to Annie, are you supposed to be relaxing me? Or she was like, oh mum, what am I doing wrong? It was like a distinct and significant form of, a new form of torture. Just get six <laughs> girls to massage mum. Look, I'm looking forward. I'm looking to the future, right? In a few years' time, this 12-handed massage is going to be delightful. But as we're learning, <laughs> there's a lot to learn. So we we, we had a, a cold lunch uh, that was supposed to be hot. We had at least one daughter who was bawling her eyes out because, first of all, I I was pretty cranky and she knew it. And while I tried not to take it out on her, I I kind of did a little bit. But 
but she just felt so bad and she was bawling her eyes out while you were trying to get a massage, mind you, as well as through lunch. Uh, screaming kids, a flooded um, TV room. A cold bath. <laughs> a cold, that was probably the worst part of my day, a cold bath. So what's the take-home message for this I'll do better tomorrow? Because that, that, that sounds like a really big sob story. Look, I think there's a couple of things that we can learn from this. And one of them is just recognising that while children have wonderful ideas, it doesn't really matter how old they are. They probably just need a little bit of supervision. Oh, you putting this back on me. <laughs> I can't believe you're putting it back on me. Gosh, I've, I've told the kids, look after mum. How hard can it be to switch off the damn bath? <laughs> Oh, sure. Well, okay. Bit of extra supervision. I get that. You, you know what my take home message is other than make sure that – because I reckon we would have dealt with it much better if we'd had more than five hours of sleep. I think that that would have helped. But my take home message listening to that story and reflecting across the week is we were kids once as well and we've all done stuff that's upset people, flooded houses, broken windows, left freezers open and defrosted meat. Uh, like kids – make mistakes people matter the stuff doesn't people matter yeah yeah so when i'm paying the builder for replacing our walls and ceiling i'll look at my daughter and say to her people matter things don't it's a good ceiling (laughs) wow we hope that your mother's day was eventful and memorable just like just not as eventful as ours. <laughs> just not like ours. Uh, and uh, we really appreciate the uh, fact that you listen to the podcast and we hope that it's helpful for you and for your family. Hey, next week we've got some really interesting conversations coming up on the podcast. We'll be having our third conversation with Jessica Lay, the author of the New York Times bestseller, The Gift of Failure. This one will be about her brand new book about mummy's drinking. Should be quite fascinating. Also, a follow-up to a conversation we had a few weeks ago about paying kids to do well at sports as some parents are doing uh, podcast at happyfamilies.com.au there's been a lot of feedback on that one and a request that we talk about body image from Michelle who said that her 8 year old daughter is saying that she's fat and she's not quite sure what to do to be helpful so please join us for the podcast next week the Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Ruan from Bridge Media and Craig Bruce is our executive producer if you'd like more info especially about our memberships and how we can help your family to be happier we'd love for you to check out all the details at happyfamilies.com.au happy families